When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle on Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Hi everybody and welcome to the Giants huddle podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. A sweaty John Schmelk and a sweatier Richie Soybert coming off the practice field here during training camp. 2007 Super Bowl champion. Rich, how are you man? It's good to see you. I'm doing awesome. You know, it was good to be back. Um, Got to see some of the fans and... For some reason, I get to watch the offensive line practice, right? I always find my way down there to watch those guys when everybody's watching the ball being tossed around. Uh, I like watching the big guys work, and uh, it was fun. It was fun to be back. It's hot, but the guys were working hard. So right before camp, we saw Andrew Thomas get rewarded for his excellent play and his improvement over the last few years. Your reaction to, to seeing one of the new-age awesome. offensive linemen getting rewarded for their hard It's good, work. right? The, the guys up front should get paid. Um, we all should get paid, right? Everybody that plays the game should, should make it their worth. Um, I'm excited for him, happy for him. Um, you know, he's got to be the leader of that group, and and uh, good things will happen. You know, we usually see, Rich, give me your insight as a former lineman. It takes a couple years sometimes for guys to figure it out. And frankly, we see it on the defensive line with guys like Dexter Lawrence too, right? It just takes a couple years for guys to figure out what they're doing. What is it about the offensive line that really going from college to the NFL does need some seasoning before you can kind of hit that peak? I think it's just reps, right, with the guy you're playing next to and the coach you're with in that meeting room and learning learning the terminology. Um, like when I played, I think it took me, you know, my third year, I finally thought I knew what I was doing, right? <laughs> my first year, I didn't play at all. My second year, I started. Um, and my third year, I broke my leg, right? And then when I came back, we had a new coaching staff, and I had to relearn that that system again with, with Coach Coffin and Coach Flaherty and, uh, you know, that offense. But, um, you know, Year one, you're just learning. I don't care if you're a rookie or if you're in a new system. Year two, you start to feel comfortable. I think year three, you kind of have a good handle on the playbook as an offensive lineman, and, and you can start worrying about what guys are doing next to you, and um, it takes time. But, you know, that, that group, um, you can see it working, right? They're getting better and better, and I think today they got better in practice. You know, it was a good day for those guys. You brought it up, Rich, and I think a lot of younger Giant fans, it makes me feel old, probably either aren't familiar with your story with the leg or, you know, because they weren't old enough to, to be a fan when it happened. Can you just kind of tell fans your, your process going through that? I think they kind of saw Nick Gates do some, go something somewhat similar over the past few years, and then he came back, he got rewarded, got no. the contract. Unfortunately, not here. He went down to Washington, but he got paid, which is great for him. Just talk about what that was like for you and, and kind of – just fighting that battle, not just physically, but also mentally. I had the whole team here, right? So I broke my leg, what, week seven against the Eagles. Nobody likes those birds. Um, stopped my feet, broke my leg, uh, got compartment syndrome, was in the hospital for three weeks. Um, Ronnie Barnes at the time came in and said, hey, can you feel your foot? And I said, no. 
Um, I don't think it, the conversation went like that, but it kind of like mellowed out version. Um, got compartment syndrome. They had to cut me open and get the swelling out, closed it back up. Um, a lot of people said I was done playing, right? But my teammates, my trainers, right? Ronnie and Byron and Steve and Lee Weiss is still here. You know, all those guys are the ones that got me back on that field and gave me a chance. And um, I know I went to Parisi's that off season to train, to get ready for like, they had put me through like a mini combine before they would clear me to play. And uh, it was the coach. It was, who's the GM then? I should know this. Was that Ernie or Corsi at that point? Ernie was done by then, right? Jerry Reese took over in 2007. Uh, it, I think it was still Ernie. Yeah, it was, it, still it was Ernie. Point, yeah. It was the coach, and it was the O-line coach, Flats. Flats, yep. And they put me through a workout for about 45 minutes, and I don't care if I was coming off a broken leg or if I was 100% healthy. You know, I, I, I found a way through it. They cleared me. I played. Um, but how, how many total surgeries did you have to have? On the leg? Yeah. Uh, probably like eight, right? But that's taking the screws out too, right, later sure. on in life. Um but I don't regret it. Right? It's football. You can get hurt doing anything in life, and um, there's a lot worse injuries, a lot worse things that can happen to you. So I'm just glad uh, I had the opportunity to play again, play with my teammates. And you mentioned your teammates and playing with your group. Mm-hmm. It's it's rare to have you know kind of a five man group stay together for as long as you guys did. You know, you, Kareem, Dave, Chris, Sean. What was it about that group that that made it special and made it work for so long? Uh, we generally liked each other. Right, like surprising given your surprising. By like the way. <laughs> we, we we still do. I can show you our text chain. You I'm know, not to sure that's day, fair. It's good, good for air, by the way. We I can't <laughs> we, we can't show it, but like we um we're still friends, right? Like we played for each other, but we actually liked each other and we did things together outside of football. Um, you know, things are different now than it was then. Obviously, everybody can say that no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Um. But in our off seasons, like when we started, we used to come in to work out, then we all used to go get breakfast together. And then the Giants supplied us with the breakfast and the lunches, but we always ate together. We came in, we were the first group in, we watched film, we lifted, we ate together. We probably ate again together. We went home, <laughs> we probably went out to dinner together. Our wives got along, right? Our families got along. Um, we were truly a family. I know it's cliche-ish, right? But um, we enjoyed being around each other. Um, and we fought for each other and we didn't want to let each other down. And, we competed in everything we did. Like, I don't care if we were playing racquetball or if we were playing, you know, basketball or ping pong or playing in a football game. We wanted to have the best grade come Monday morning or whenever flats would grade us. We want to be the best of the best. John Soto Podcast is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. From game day to every day, Citizens is made ready for Giant fans with insights, guidance, and solutions. Learn more at citizensbank.com. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with Citizens. So go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? You talk about that group and how you worked so well together. When did it finally start clicking when you guys hit your peak? Was it the end of 2007? Did it take till 2008 for you guys to hit your peak? And then what is it like when you really have five guys that can intrinsically know what the other one is doing and you're working together perfectly as a unit together on the field. I don't I don't know when it actually clicked right. I think some games we played better than others. Sure. And, but we were playing good at the end of 2007 and 2008 and it wasn't just five of us. There was always six or seven. Of course. Guys that we could, you know, we had Kevin, Kevin Booth, Booth, we had Greg Rugemer. We'll right? beat each other eventually, we'll, yep. Yeah. Uh, we always had guys, if somebody couldn't play a week, they could just fill in and not lose a beat, right? Yeah. And I'd be, you know, I was that guy coming back with my broken leg. Yeah. So, um, 
it, it didn't matter what your role was with that group. And I think that's what made it special. Um, so when, when did it happen? I don't know. Like end of 2007, 2008, we were, we were rolling pretty good, right? And um, no one could stop you running the ball in 2008. That was unbelievable. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> you got a few good running backs behind you, right? Three and, of them. Uh, three of them, which is nice. Uh, and you got a line, you got a tight end, you got receivers that are getting it dirty down the field. So it, it was it's a team effort. Um, Eli putting us in the right plays, right? Gilbride calling the right plays and all that good stuff. Uh, what was the second part to that Describe question? what it's like when you have five guys or however many are just perfectly in sync and you guys kind of know what each other's going to do without having to even verbalize it. Yeah, like I don't know if it was all, like it had to be all five of us, but for me it was David and Sean, right? Mm-hmm. David was my left tackle and Sean was my center. Um, and then it was Chris had to know Sean and Kareem and the tackles had to know the tight ends and blah, 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 right? But like, we knew. Like we knew what we had to do. Like I, you can't explain it, but like – we knew when the game was on the line or we needed a first down or we wanted the pressure. We wanted it to be behind us, right? Snee would always say, yeah, we always ran it right, but I always pulled to the right, right? Or we fought over it, right? Power game to the right, zone game to the left. Yeah. Um, but we were very competitive, but we wanted to, like, win for each other, right? Like, we're in the weight room lifting, and the last guy that would bench would put on two and a halfs just to do five pounds more than the next guy. But that was us, right? And busting chops and getting the work done when we had to. And then talk about a little bit. You talk about it's a team effort. And you guys did work together. Your prank wars with the quarterback, Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. What was that like working against him in the locker room, trying to get him as, as he got you guys? It was, times, as it was fun, right? <laughs> uh, I think Eli probably got us more than we got him. Doing stuff to the quarterback is very tricky because if, God forbid, something happens to your quarterback, <laughs> right, we're all going to go down for it. Of so course. doing stuff to Eli was hard. Um, we got some things that weren't going to hurt him physically. Um, mental but, torture more, right? Mental torture. But, like, we only did it to each other because we liked each other. Of course. Right? So the generation we're in now where everything's kind of frowned upon, right, we only mess with the people that we were friends with. Like, I messed with Sean, and Sean messed with me, and we messed with Eli, and Eli messed with us back. But nothing ever was was over the line here with the Giants, right? It was all fun and games. Like, I'll get Vaseline on my car window, right? Funny, funny. But uh, there was some stuff that we were going to do we never did, and I'm glad we didn't. Um, out of respect for the Giants, right? <laughs> Could have been bad. But, um, but that was part of the process of coming together as a team, right? And some of the coaches back then were in the games, too. Like, we, Chili Palmer, the quarterback coach, was the ringleader of that stuff, right? Was he really? I didn't know yeah. that. I think the best thing we did to Chili Palmer was he rode a bike in training camp. I remember Albany, we had the, the big uh, the basketball gym. Sure. Mm-hmm. We had it strung up in the rafters, his basketball, his, his bike. So he couldn't ride his bike for a couple of days. Um, Jerry Palmieri's car was on the practice field, right? We put some stuff into his vents I, one year. I heard you filled up, filled up his van with some stuff. We filled up his van with some stuff, right? So every time he <laughs> turned his vents on, stuff blew out of his vents. But um, <laughs> it's all fun and games. Um, if we didn't love you, we wouldn't mess with you. Of course, 100%. What are you doing now? I coach high school football. Watch on Hills, right? Uh, I've been there for seven years. I love the kids. I love uh, coaching football. I think it's giving back to the game I love so much. And I don't care how old you are, but when you're done playing the game of football, if it's Pop Warner, if it's high school, middle school, college, or the pros, if you don't miss it a little bit, there's something wrong with you, right? So uh, when I miss the game, some guys get into doing this. Some guys... I got into coaching, and I've loved every minute of it, right? I got to coach my kids, and that's not the reason why I coached, but at least I got to watch my kids play. Um, and uh, we have a week off coming up, and we start August 7th, so I'm excited. You know, you talk about some guys going to broadcasting. I don't know how you got a word in that offensive line room between Deal and O'Hara. I had to work with them on camera, and I got to tell you, like those guys know how to talk. Uh, they do, right? <laughs> 
We had nicknames for them too, but uh, they were good at it, right? Obviously. Yeah, very um, good at it. No, they're great. Snee and I and Kareem would do all the work and they would take all the credit or try to take all the credit. <laughs> See, the last person with the mic usually wins and Sean will get the mic, but um, uh, yeah, they're good at it, right? Everybody tries to find something when they're done playing. I think that's the hardest part for older players when, when they get out of football is what do you do, right? All I did ever was play football and go to school. So um, for me coaching, it actually, it takes up all my days. Um, and it's just not during the fall, right? Helping these kids go to college and get recruited and, and become better men in life, you know, young men and women. Um, I enjoy it. It's it's rewarding and uh, it's giving back to the game that I love. Giant fans love a winner. It's why they love Citizens, named the 2022 Best Bank in the U.S. by the banker as the official bank of the Giants and sponsor of the Giants Huddle. Citizens is made ready for fans of Big Blue. Learn more at citizensbank.com. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? I see you at the games a lot on Sunday. How much do you track this? Are you still like super emotionally invested with with giant games every week? Um, I enjoy going to the games with my family, right? Um, I don't break down the film like O'Hare or Deal used to do or you guys. I don't criticize them. I cheer for the Giants, right? This is That's the only. Great. This is this is my team. Uh, Ten years with the New York Giants. This is the only team I know. Uh, I actually want to fight fans. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, by the way. Just like, my advice. Listen, I sit in the end zone. I love that view, right? I want to sit in the end zone. I want to see the angle. Yeah, but you can see the O line. I right? can see yeah. the O line. I can see the D line, right? There's been only a few times we're playing opposing teams where I just want to like. I said, I wonder if Mr. Merrill will bail me out of uh, MetLife jail if something something happened out of respect for him or some one of the players they're talking about. Now, um, now, are these opposing fans or are these fans of the Giants that are being hard on the Giant players? It's opposing fans, right? If the fans are listening, they know where I sit, the people in my group. Mm -hmm. I have a really good section of of Giant fans. Like, they're good good people. They're loyal. They're dedicated fans. I love sitting there. And once in a while, these people sell their tickets, obviously, for special games. Sure. And like, say if the Eagles are coming up the turnpike, like I want to literally take those hats off and throw them onto the field or whatever, eat them, right? But I, I, I can't do it. I can push my son into him maybe and let him do it. He's <laughs> my one son's still a minor, so we can do that. No, but uh, I love, I love coming to games. I love watching it. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoy watching the games, right? Like with, with my great. kids, it's fun. What do you think of the new regime and Brian Dable and everything they did last year? I love it. I love the attitude. Like, I don't get around here as much as I should, right, to, to watch what's going on. But um, just the attitude, the tempo, the feeling is different. Uh, I know I bumped into Coach. Um, went to a Penn State game. His son was there, right? And I bumped into him on the sideline, and we talked about the Giants. And then, you know, he bumped into my son somewhere, and he recognized them, which was pretty cool, right? Um, awesome guy, right? He likes the history here and, you know um, – all the coaches, right? You get to see it today at practice. Like, if you're a Giants fan, if you get to a practice to watch it, it's it's different. And um, I'm, I'm excited for the team. All right, two more. It's funny. We were talking about this earlier. We were in London last year, and a meeting got moved, and I, did, and me and Papa had to interview Dave's, right, after a meeting. And the meeting got moved up. Nobody called me. So I'm literally sprinting through the hell trying, trying to get there with the recorder. And I got there like two minutes late. So I'm profusely apologizing because I grew up in the same building you did, right? You don't want to be late for anything. That's a problem. And coach is like, John, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's cool. Chill. It's okay. And I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, I grew up yeah. with, with yeah. like Coach Coffin. He goes, it's different now. And I think that's it's, – it's awesome because there is no right or wrong way. 
it's if you do it the way that's consistent and it works for you and it works for the players, you can be a good coach using any style, which is I think is kind of cool. That's it, right? Find a way that the players will respond to you as a coach. And uh, yes, I grew up the same way you did. Right? <laughs> oh, I was freaking out, man. I'm telling right. you. I'd be sitting in rooms 20 minutes early not wanting to get fined. But every coach is different. Every right. coach finds a way to get their players to, to, to produce the best they can do on Sundays, right? And everybody's got to find their own niche. You can't emulate somebody else. You just have to do your own thing. We're seeing a lot more gap scheme now, some more power as these teams go back to some of the defensive schemes you saw when you were playing, right? A lot of two deep safety stuff, and now the power stuff's coming back. Do you like seeing that style kind of get back to maybe what your guys' bread and butter was back in the day a little bit? I love gap scheme plays. Um, I should come back and help coach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I love the gap schemes, right? That's what I do with my high school kids. That's what I did. So I love seeing it. I think the zone stuff, you get away from your power, right? Give me a fullback. Give me a tight end. You don't need a fullback every play, but give me a fullback, right? Give me a Henry Hynoski or a Jim Finn. Give me someone pulling, somebody, right? Give me a guard getting up in the hole and running over those little <laughs> linebackers. Um, I think you can – the game has gotten faster, right? Sure. So if the defense is faster, like why not edge it and get around and run power right at them? Like I love power. Like hit them right in the mouth and go downhill. I mean, I'm sure you look at some of the linebackers now and you're like, those dudes were playing safety when I was playing 15 years ago, right? Yeah, just you know, lower your <laughs> knees and run them over. Um, and you can't cut anymore, right? So they can't cut the linemen coming around anymore. So get, get back to the old school football. You power, must, you must wish you were game. pulling on those toss plays going on those cornerbacks because they can't cut you anymore. You they wish you were doing cut that us, today, we right? Can't, can they, we can't cut them either now. I don't think so, no. So Tiki, you should just tell us, right? Just get out there in space and just throw your body and just start rolling. Right. right? I'll do everything else. You just get out there in front of me. So um, it's an art. Running back's got to set you up. But, yes, get back to the power game. I love it. I think it's great. Right? A little power, a little Elvis. A little duo, sure. Rich, this was fun, man. Thanks, man. Always good catching up with you. Thank you. Richie Seibert on the... Oh, by the way, finally, for the fans, Soybert or Seibert, please? A little Soybert. We're going to go with Soybert? That's what everybody knows me by. Yeah, but back in the day, I used to ask you, Soybert or Seibert? Charles Way messed that up. I don't care. And you would say, call me whatever you want. Just don't say my name. So Soybert's correct. Yes, just don't say my name, right? Well, for an offensive lineman, you don't want people saying your name, name. right? Richie Soybert on the Giants Little Podcast, brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. We'll see you next time, everybody. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.